Welcome to your winning journey podcast. I'm your host, Samantha Lee. I went from feeling guilty eating the foods I love and letting the skill control me to now helping you overcome this. No matter where you are or what you're experiencing, you can always win and I'm going to show you how. It is now your turn to transform your health, mind, and life. So let's do this together. Hello, welcome back to this podcast. I'm so excited to have you tuned in on this week's episode, but today we're going to talk about how to cure your cravings and take control of it. And just speaking of cravings, I have been craving sushi, like some good sushi, and I actually had some for lunch today, and it was super good. Like, I wish we can go back to eat inside the restaurants. I could have all-you-can-eat sushi, but because of COVID, I just don't feel comfortable doing that. So I got some takeout, and it was really good. And I wanted to bring this up because if I was to do this back when I first started my fitness journey... After I ate the sushi, I would beat myself up because I was like, oh my gosh, I lost all of my progress. Like, now I have to start all over. I have to do better. When Monday comes around, I would feel very guilty and like work my booty off to burn those calories. And I would constantly like pick on my stomach when I look in the mirror. And I want you to pay attention to what I'm saying because if you feel the same way when you eat your cravings, there's nothing wrong with you. It's just because of the whole diet culture that is involved in the fitness industry that makes you think craving is a bad thing. Now, I want to mention that craving is not a bad thing. We make it a bad thing because of how we handle it and how it makes us feel. And when we have a bad experience with it the first time we have a fear of dealing with it again and today I want to go over the different types of triggers that causes cravings because if you understand the triggers you're able to quickly focus on what you can control than being blindsided because you don't want to be the little hamster running on the wheels trying to get to somewhere and then stay in the same spot. So I'm going to go through this and give you some tips on how to combat that. And I do want to say that if you're a woman listening to this, it is absolutely normal for us to have cravings before our menstrual cycle. Like before my menstrual cycle, like the week before, I want some sour and spicy food. You might be the opposite. You might want some candy, something sweet like donuts, you name it. But it is not anything that we should be ashamed of so the first trigger is you're eating too little and this goes back to being very restrictive and eating very low calories so this is you if you're eating below 1400 calories or if you're following the fancy 1200 calorie diet and the reason why eating very low calories causes you to have cravings is because your body wants more food it's wanting more food to function properly and especially if you are having like two meals a day or so and you have like long hours in between them you're not giving your body the amount of foods it needs in order for it to function in a in the best way possible because if you think about it when you're eating under 1400 or 1200 calories you're eating as much as a toddler should. 
And that's very, very little. And your body needs more than that, especially if you are an adult woman. And many times this happens because you are letting the scale control how much you should eat. And if you listen to my previous podcast episode, I had a, a podcast about this, about how you step on the scale and then you seek for validation, whether or not you should reward or punish yourself. And many times when you are so focused on the number on the scale, if it's not the number that you want, you will keep eating in a very strict way and that makes you stay under 1,400 calories and that keeps you exhausted, tired, and you have all these cravings. So if you are experiencing this right now, you probably do very good on the weekdays with this like strict diet and then once the weekend comes around, you might feel a little bit more relaxed and then you kind of let loose because you want to eat more like your body is just craving naturally for more food so what i would recommend if you're in the stage is start adding more food back into your system in a slow fashion and something that i have done with my clients when they're in this stage that has helped them is incorporating breakfast back into their routine that isn't very big so I have a client right now that had like two meals a day only and we incorporated banana for her to eat in the morning like a fruit or like a fruit cup and she has seen her energy level increase tremendously and also balance out a lot of the low blood sugar levels and the hormones so I want you to think about like before you go to sleep The entire time when you're sleeping, your body is already fasting. And if you don't eat until like noon the next day or like 2 p.m. the next day, your body is fasting for more than 12 hours. And so you want to make sure that you're giving your body enough food so that you can function and focus better on the tasks that you're doing on a daily basis at work or at school and also have the energy to push through your workout so you can build more muscle so that you can have a higher metabolism and recover better. So that's one piece of it. The second piece of it is you're resisting it too much. And a lot of the times this goes hand in hand with the first trigger where you're eating very low calories because if you're resisting a lot of the foods that you like, you're also eating very low calories. And this comes from the mindset of you thinking that this is bad for me, like it'll make me fast, you know, this won't help me lose weight, like I have to stop eating it. Or you have thoughts like this isn't good, like oh my gosh, now I have to wait until tomorrow so I could do better, right? Or you have like this like lose-lose situation thoughts of like, I'm going to wait until I get off of this keto diet or this intermittent fasting diet and then I can go and eat that. But what you don't realize is when you're resisting a specific type of food for a long time, the cravings get bigger and bigger. And every time you are near that specific Starbucks bagel that you want or that drink or that pizza, you're going to go overboard and you're going to overeat. And that's where I talk about how It's not that craving is a bad thing. It's because the experience you have with it every single time you experience the craving is bad and it makes you feel very shameful. And I'm going to give you an example of this too. So I I was coaching a client that went through a multiple dieting cycle and she was resisting a lot of the foods that she wanted to eat. She didn't want to eat any carbs because she thought that it would make her fat. And she'd been wanting Starbucks for months. But haven't gone through the drive-thru because it was going to ruin her progress, right? She was she had all of these thoughts about it. And she told me that the reason why she doesn't want to eat it is because 
the last time when she had Starbucks and the last time when she actually had carbs, she overate and then she gained all the weight back. And I want you to like pay attention to what I just said because this is what happens is you let the resistance gets bigger and the temptation continuously grow and then you let it all out, release it and you overeat and then once you do that, your brain starts building this case evidence that says, yep, Starbucks caused that for us. Yep, it's the carbs that caused that for us, but that's not true. It's because you didn't allow yourself to actually listen to the craving the first time. You kept pushing it day by day, week by week, months by months, and then it eventually bursts. So here's what I want to offer you. Every single time you're craving for something, get it. Get it. Whether that's takeout, put it in a separate plate, bowl, whatever it is. Eat it and pay attention to it. And I guarantee you, you will not want it as much as you would if you kept delaying your, your cravings until the weekend comes around. One of the biggest mistakes that you can make is like craving something on Monday and then waiting until Saturday to come around to eat it. That's, that's like five days of you walking around with this like temptation bubble that's about to burst and then it makes you feel like you're a monster because like when you're around those food you're like oh my gosh like no i gotta eat everything and then like monday's gonna come around and i gotta start all over again like i'll do better that's not what we want that doesn't serve you in any way it doesn't make you feel good about the foods that you're eating it doesn't create the balance plate and the balance healthy habits that you want for you so if you're experiencing this, honor your cravings right then and there and really just focus on eating it for that day. And, and you're going to have to let me know how this goes for you if you try this. I have all of my clients do this little like activity all the time. And they always feel so much better afterwards. They're like, oh, well, I don't need any more Ben and Jerry's anymore. Like that was really good, but I'm good for like a month because they honor the cravings. So try that out. Now, the third trigger is craving out of habit. And this is where you have to differentiate between whether something is truly just a want or if something is actually truly a craving. Now, that might sound a little bit confusing, but I'm going to explain this for you. So a want is something that you just want and you get it out of habit. So like you maybe you drive by a Starbucks all the time and you stop to get Starbucks and at the same time every single day and every time like maybe two o'clock hits, your brain is like, all right, we got to go to Starbucks. I'm craving for it. Like it just becomes a habit for you because you go there consistently. I see this a lot with my clients that get takeout frequently. Like their brain just thinks that it's time to go because they've built that habit to go through the drive through and buy like the hamburgers and fries and all of that. And they don't even want the hamburgers and fries, but it's just become autopilot in their in their mind. So I want you to think about that. Do you have something like that in your current life right now that's holding you back from losing weight? And this is what I call a want habit. So this is where like if it's in front of you, if it's nearby you, like you're going to go and get it. But even if you don't want it, you're still going to get it anyways because you're nearby it. And you can take a bite out of that specific food and you're good. You don't tend to overeat it as much because it's just like out of habit. It looks good, but it's not like something you really, really want. 
I'm going to give you another example. Like I have ice cream in my house. My family loves eating ice cream. They always buy ice cream. I'm not a big fan of it. I don't know if you saw this on my Instagram story, but I don't really eat a lot of dairy because the way it makes me feel like I have migraines when I eat it. So I noticed that I just don't touch the ice cream in the freezer, but it's in my freezer. And if I want it, it's in there. And I have the habit of going to the freezer all the time to look for food to defrost. And I see it there. Sometimes I'll, I'll just like take and eat it because I was so used to eating ice cream like every Friday at one point. But I don't think about it all the time. Like a want habit is something that it's a habit for you, but it's not something that you constantly think about. Now, an actual craving is where you think about the food constantly. Like you're eating something else, but you're thinking about like all of the foods that you would rather eat instead. Or like it bothers you if you don't have it. Like I was telling you earlier, I've been wanting sushi. <laughs> if I didn't have it today, I'll be going crazy. <laughs> so that is like an example of like an actual craving, right? And like let's say you have one bite of it, you want more of it. This is why some of you guys finish like the whole box of pizza instead of just one. It's because you've been craving it and you've been resisting it. And this is an actual craving that you have. And your body is signaling like, I want this now. So now that you know these three types of triggers, I want you to think about which one you are, right? It's so important to know which one you are because that way you know which steps to take. And I do want to mention something too is cravings always comes down to you completely cutting out something out of your life when that's not what you want. And every single time you program your brain to, I can't have that or I shouldn't have that, it's going to want more of it. It's just like you telling someone not to do something and they want to do more of it. And then you get into this like, I want this now kind of thing. And so once you identify the triggers and you have what you like without shaming yourself for it because your body wants it, that's why it's giving you a signal, pay attention to it. I want you to ditch the scale the next morning. And the reason why I bring this up is because many times we don't honor our cravings because when we step on the scale the next morning, we see it go up. And I'm going to tell you something. When you eat your cravings and you wake up the next morning, weigh yourself, you will see the scale go up. And that's normal. Why? Because you're eating more than you used to and you're retaining that water weight. Maybe you ate something higher in sodium, which also causes water weight. You got food in your stomach and there's so many factors. But that doesn't mean that what you gained, what you see on the scale is fat gain. It is something that's temporary. And I want you to understand that because a lot of the times if you eat your cravings and then you wake up the next morning, you weigh yourself and you're like, oh my gosh, I shouldn't have done that. That was a bad idea. I I suck. That's part of the process. It's normal. That's why you don't weigh yourself every single day. That's why you have other measurements method. And that's why when I work with my clients, we look at their measurements. We look at their progress picture. If they have a caliper, which is like a fat detector, we also look at that too. So there's different ways to measure progress. And I want to offer you to not weigh yourself the next morning when you have what you like the night before. 
because that's going to get you out of the diet mindset and be okay with the cravings coming in and not making it a bad thing about you as a person not being able to achieve your weight loss goals. I really hope that this episode helps you out. In order for you to take control of your cravings, you must understand what's causing them to come up. And those are the three triggers that we talked about today, right? Number one is you're eating too little. So under 1,400 calories or the 1,200 calorie diet. And usually this comes from you letting the scale control you. Number two is you're resisting too much and that temptation bubble gets bigger and bigger and eventually bursts. And then you build this case evidence to show you that cravings are bad when it's really not. You just have to honor them at the time when it happens. And then the third thing is understanding what a want habit is and actual cravings. And that is where do you just want to eat the certain food because you have it at the same time at the same day all the time or is it actually a craving and you will feel the difference in your body based off of like how you react to the food when it's in front of you now if you want guidance and support on this join my one-on-one coaching program we're open for enrollment and in this program i help you lose weight and eat what you like at the same time you get a step-by-step nutrition guide and fitness plan that works within your schedule and helps you do it in a sustainable way while building those healthy eating habits so you can maintain your progress going forward. If you want more information on this, click the link in my show notes and apply. But if you have anything that you want me to discuss on on the podcast, leave a review. But on that, I'll talk to you next time. Thank you so much for tuning in on this episode now. If you want to take this work deeper, join my one-on-one coaching program where I can help you lose weight and eat foods you actually like while helping you build a consistent routine where you'll no longer fall off on the weekends. To apply, visit www.superly.com to book a call with me. But other than that, I will talk to you 